I think that people think and aspire, everybody has to have the billion dollar deal on Shark Tank. That's point two. So, as you said, since people see it, then they think they have to do it. But I think, Christina, my message today is there's so much more room. Can you build a profitable business that generates 300, 400, half a million, as it were, per year, even a million per year, but highly profitable as possibly our mutual friend Mike McCallowitz talks about profit first, build a business like that, provide for your family and support your community. That's what I want to inspire people to do. That is Ramon Ray. He is the founder of smarthustle.com and a new business venture called Grow Your Solo. I love this episode because he's going to talk about how you can grow your solo business without making it big. Like some people, they just don't want the headache of a bunch of people and a bunch of systems and a bunch of departments. They just want to be able to make a lot of money but remain small. And Ramon is going to tell us how we can do that in this podcast episode. He's going to talk about why people should be focusing on you, how to get people to focus on you, and how you can be successful with a small business. We're also going to talk about the importance of profit versus gross revenue. This is something that I have talked about many times, specifically when it comes to people in online business who say, oh, I had a million-dollar launch. That's gross revenue. That's not profit. So we break that down as well. So I think you're going to enjoy this podcast episode with Ramon. He is like, I'm obsessed with his energy. I wish I had his energy. <laughs> he is so amazing. And so let's let's just get to it. Ever wonder how some people seem to get all the media coverage, but you don't? Go behind the scenes with a TV reporter, national on-air host, and news contributor who has interviewed celebrities, took you inside the Versace mansion, and even stood on a chair to interview basketball legend Alonzo Mourning. Get ready, because Become a Media Maven is the podcast where Christina Nicholson is sharing secrets from her years in front of the camera, in the editing booth, and now behind the podcast mic. Ramon, welcome back. You are back on the Become a Media Maven podcast. Indeed, I am back. That means the first time I wasn't that bad. So thank you for having me back. And hello <laughs> to the Media Maven folks. Good to be here. You are amazing. You can come back anytime. The founder of smarthustle.com. I think I first met you. We were both speaking at an event in Orlando a few years ago, pre-COVID. That's right. Yeah, to, to small business owners. And... I love what we're going to chat about today because small business can mean so much. It could be somebody with a side hustle yeah. and it can go all the way up to somebody bringing in millions of dollars in revenue. Like there is quite the gap and we're going to focus today on the smaller companies, like growing your solo, teeny, teeny, tiny. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see Ramon's teeny, teeny, tiny fingers. So talk to me about why you think it's so hard for people to scale and grow beyond, you know, say a hundred thousand dollars. And, and, you know, we're, we're mostly hearing about the bigger businesses and the ones making all of this money and, you know, the, the millions and the billions. So just talk to me a little bit about that because it can be frustrating as a small sure. business owner, getting your start and being a solopreneur. Absolutely. And I can't wait to get your thoughts as well, even though I know you're in the billion dollar empire business. Oh, Still, please. I'd love your 
<laughs> this guy. Well. For me, I think part of it is people think other businesses slash people slash experts slash influencers are overnight successes. They don't see, you know, the 10 years working behind the scenes and all of that. So I do think, you know, there is a lot of hustle that's put in that people don't see. And a lot of people don't share the hustle. I think that's, you know, another thing. A lot of people don't share the hustle and and the behind the scenes. So while it is happening, you don't see it. But I also think that maybe because it is something that takes a long time. I think maybe some people give up too early. Yes. I think also that some people, maybe they give up too early because they think it's easier than what it is. Mm. And I also think a lot of people, I mean, I know I was in this boat for the first, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in this boat every day, but especially for the first two years of my business, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just trying to soak up all this free content that I could. And it wasn't until I started working with business coaches and mentors that I, I was in that upward trajectory. Um, and I just think it's a status thing, you know, like people want to do business with, you know, the big names and the big influencers because it makes them feel special. And sometimes, you know, the little guys who may be more deserving, maybe more qualified, kind of don't get noticed as much. So that's my loaded answer to your question. I bet now you're I sorry you wanted me to answer. <laughs> I'm going to take that and put it into a book and just sell it. That's it. Christina, excellent <laughs> on uh, growing your solo business. But a few things I think you're right. I think as you look through the pages, let's look at Sarah Blakely. Just, you know, as oh. listening to this just a few her. weeks ago or months ago, she sold her business for whatever billions it was. So uh, let's look at the cover of any of your magazines, Inc. Entrepreneur, look at your local TV. People want to talk about Elon Musk, what he did or she did, and and Oprah Winfrey. It's cachet. I mean, who wants to hear? Guess what? Ramon sold his company to Christina for $75,000. Yeah, it doesn't sound so cool. So one, we want to hear the big names, and they are deservedly success stories. We hear about Rockefeller and all and Edison. We don't hear about the two or three people after them. Like who heard Abraham Lincoln's, the speech after Abraham Lincoln's speech or after Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech. So that's one. And I think point two, also why because of that, I think that people think and aspire, everybody has to have the billion dollar deal on Shark Tank. That's point two. As you said, since people see it, then they think they have to do it. But I think, Christina, my message today is there's so much more room. Can you build a profitable business that generates 300, 400, half a million, as it were, per year, even a million per year, but highly profitable as possibly our mutual friend Mike McCallowitz talks about, profit first, build a business like that, provide for your family, and support your community. That's what I want to inspire people to do. That yes, that if you're only making 300,000 a year, only making 2 million a year, that's great because most people are not. And you have the freedom, Christine, as I know you know, you have your own business like we do. You have the freedom to do what you want. Is that helpful? That I mean, a couple of things. One thing you mentioned, like people like to hear, you know, Sarah Blakely, I'm a little obsessed with her. I took her master class. She's fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah, she is. Um, but yeah, like her story, I just read a book from the founder of It Cosmetics, <clears throat> her story. Um, and I love hearing the stories, like the podcast, How I Built This. Love that podcast because I like hearing how people started from the beginning. Look, you have the book, 
How is the book? I digress. The book is inspirational. So we're talking about Guy Raz's book, How I Built This. And it's good, meaning if you like How I Built This, which everybody should listen to, um, first listen to Christina's podcast of mine, but then after that, listen to Guy Raz's. Um, but it's good. <laughs> I like it. it it's, it's inspirational. I think what it is is kind of what we're talking about, Sarah Brakely and others, in one book, you can get inspired. Oh, they lost their funding four times. Oh, they were told no 10 times. Oh, the molding of their new, you know, their 10,000 first mugs. I hold up a, a mug here. It was wrong and they had to throw it away. So, you know what I mean? So the book is, it's inspiring like that to know that these successful people, they all screwed up or, or had a tough time at the beginning. Airbnb, it didn't just happen. Yeah. yeah. And I like hearing those stories. Like you say, nobody wants to hear, I sold my business for $75,000. Sometimes I want to hear those stories because they're more relatable. I can relate to that more. Yeah. <laughs> but like the news, what's sold on the Wall Street Journal cover? Imagine it. You know, dog walks safely across the street today. Um, PPP loans. 20 cents of funding was found. No, it doesn't. It's not going to sell anything. <laughs> I know. And that's true. And something else that bothers me, I don't know how you feel about this, but I stopped paying attention to it. Like down here in the South Florida Business Journal, they will say, you know, like the top 50 companies in this industry and they list them and they are the top because they have the most revenue. And I know for a fact, I know some of them in my industry have the smallest amount of profit, it's ridiculous, but because they have the most revenue, they're on the list. So that's one thing. Just because you have a lot of revenue doesn't mean you're making money. You could be broke as a joke. And then the second thing, even if you have a lot of revenue, even if you have a lot of profit, you could still be freaking miserable as hell. Yes. So then how successful are you really? That's why I don't even care about those lists anymore. I agree 100% you're powerful. And again, it's hard to measure the heart though, right? It's hard to ask Ramon, so how is your relationship with your wife? We're gonna add that to the index. It, that's the tough <laughs> stuff. But I think the encouragement, yeah. you're right, those of us who are growing our solo business, right? The encouragement to us is we can work in our home offices, have our kids over there, our family over there, our hubby, our wife, wherever they are, mother-in-law coming in to our house, whatever we want and be happy. It's kind of that encouragement that, you know what, or I'll pull out another book, right? Uh, you may know um, Elaine Fodell. She has a book out, The Million Dollar One Person Business, which mm -hmm. has that ethos that you can be a one person business owner, as we're talking about today, and still be successful. And I think, Christina, you hit the nail on the head. We want you to be profitable. I do think, depending especially what part of America or the world, there is some base level that you have to have of money. If you're making 30,000 a year in your own business, by any means, that's probably tough to run a family on. You know, that's tough. But that's why we're saying, yeah, 102 million. If you're a solo business and highly profitable, Christina, God bless you. You're rocking it. You're doing great. Yeah, I'm going to link to these books that we're talking about in the show sure. notes for this episode because, you know, I am a book lover. So I love all of the book recommendations. Um, so talk to me about grow your solo. Cause this is something that you're like, you're so passionate about. You're like, let's turn this damn thing into a business yes. to help people. So tell me about your new venture, grow your solo, because I love it, especially now after COVID when everybody was like, Oh shit, I can make money on my own at home. Like yeah. super, super important for people to know. 
Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Thank you for asking. So I think the bottom line is that, uh, as you may know, Christine, I've started four companies, sold two companies, all solo businesses working with small teams. And that's the outgrowth, of course, of my fourth business, smarthustle.com. So Grow Your Solo was many, many people would ask me. I have my own small little tribe and cachet of people. Ramon, how do you get so much done? Ramon, we see you all over the place. Side note, caveat, as you know, Christina, because you're the publicity queen, is that uh, you know you can have whatever you want to look on a small Instagram image. So give that some latitude. You can be who you want online. But the point is I do get a lot done. So Grow Your Soul's outgrowth was how can I help people know some fundamental things to do that? And some of the things that we talk about in the book and, and in the audio and in the workbook, et cetera, one, manage your time. Two, build white space in your calendar. Three, say no. Four, focus on profits. As you know, Christina, you can't compete with Walmart and Amazon. Not that you can't, but meaning if you're going to be small, you can't sell cheapest. Oh, Christina, can you do some copywriting for me? Oh, here's a coupon for 99 cents. No, Christina, as it were, this metaphor, she needs to charge me 500 an hour and, and, and have a boutique or boutique. I'm not sure the right English way of clients. <laughs> so my point is those are a few things. In, oh, and then the other important thing, and there's several points in there, but the other important thing, Christina, is delegation. So when we say grow your solo, grow your solo business, it often doesn't literally mean your alone, but it means it's you and a small ninja team as I have of people who are helping you serve your clients. So I have a team of five. They're 1099s. They're contractors. I don't have a big office, but it's solo because it's Ramon working with a small group of people who can help me execute. And as Grant Cardone says, 10x myself. <laughs> um, we are two peas in a pod because I do the exact same thing. I have a small team under 10 people. And there was one time in my life when I knew less than I know today, where I was like, I want the empire. I want the millions, blah, 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 blah. Just because I felt like as a business owner, that's what you're supposed to say. That's what, that's what your goal is supposed to be. You're supposed to grow bigger and better. And then I was like, well, why do I need these? Like, I'm not a fancy person. I don't need fancy shit. Like, I don't need to make all that money. And you will learn when you start building a team that people are freaking headaches. And, and the less people you have around you, the less headaches you have. So, I mean, I think this is really, and I really feel like a lot of the reasons that people want, and Gary Vee says this all the time, people want to hit these goals and do these things to impress strangers on the internet. Like these people don't even care about you. And you're doing all this just to for a post. Like it's silly. And I see, like I know people who are, air quotes, influencers in the space, and they're renting houses for photo shoots. They're renting cars. To, like, if you got to take the time and the energy and the money to do all of that, then that is a whole other thing that you need help with. It's not business. So I am, oh, do you have any other books? I know there's a book. Yes. Again, I, I digress to the books. <laughs> I know there's a book. I love our I love our backgrounds right now. You have the books that you read on the shelves. I have a little library cart here, and then I have books That's nailed right. to my wall. And that um, means you're a good person because we could just have all of our stuff. No, I share everybody else's book. These are my focus. <laughs> what I have here, and one day we'll have a whole episode. I'll have you on my show maybe, and we'll talk about our books. But I have here about 20, uh, 15 books, and I keep them right here. These are my top go-to resources for myself. Yeah. In fact, there's everybody else's, but go ahead. I love it. No, there's a book. You're probably going to know which one I'm talking about. And it's kind of like about this, like, like staying small to grow big. The Small Giants by Bo Burlingham. The Small Giants. Okay, well, let me write that down. Being very purposeful 
and being small. While you're thinking of that, by the way, another one, John Lee Dumas's. Sorry to get off track here, but it seems like you and I are two people who can go all over and, and still serve your audience. Is um, the uh, common path to uncommon success? It's John Lee Dumas. Uh-huh. Basically, it's his blueprint about podcasting and marketing, and that's okay. something that I know us solo business owners, which is you're getting into your cup of tea, can learn. You know how how you can get a following, build a business, and systematize it. That's yeah. the bottom line, you know. So I love that. I was on his podcast back in the day, many many moons ago, like five years ago or something. Um, this is amazing. I love all of your advice, and you are a busy man because you're not just doing grow your solo, but you're, you're going to be creating something else in the future to help people get into their zone of genius. Because to do this, to grow your solo, you have to work in your zone of genius. So you're going to help people do that as well, right? I am indeed. And Christina, this is the first time I'm publicly talking about it. So indeed, I had, I had an epiphany. A friend of mine was playing bass in our church, in his church some weeks ago. And he's a young man who'd gone through some academic challenges, you know, kind of was older, but still in 12th grade. Great guy, but just academically some challenges. But when he was playing bass, leading music, like hearing keys off on the fly, telling people, no, no, you know, go, like, like a mama, you know, with four kids, like eyes in the back of her head. He was doing that. And I said, this dude's in the zone of genius. And I, I've been on something called Breakfast with Champions on Clubhouse, been part of that, which, oh, I want to have you on there too. Um, so the point is it clicked. And that's when I said, yeah, Christina, I'm sick like that. It's time to create my fifth business, Zone of Genius. <laughs> and we'll be launching that probably around the time that this uh, people hear this to help people identify their passion and purpose in life. So we'll be, in life. We'll be launching with about 100 plus contributors. And that's the biggest thing I've ever done in my life. That's so exciting. Okay, I want to back up because you said something that I want more information on because, again, I like to hear how it's built. Sure. You mentioned smarthustle.com was your fourth business. Yes. Tell me about the three before that. Sure. So the first one was a technology consulting company uh, 20 years ago, give or take, one of my first businesses, just me. But anybody knows Microsoft Access, woo-woo. Microsoft Front Page, woo-woo. Going to Radio Shack and getting cable, installing it. So I did that as a technology consultant, software upgrades when antivirus was the big thing. I did that for years, then dissolved it. Second business was smallbiztechnology.com. And that I sold to another blogger or media company in 2019, 20 years ago to the date. So smallbiztechnology.com. Which okay, is still, hold on. Uh -huh. I got a question about that one. Please. Did you sell that because you had a bunch of traffic to the site and that's why it was worth a lot of money? No, I sold it because the opportunity was there. I was talking to an, a mutual friend about some things I wanted to do. And he said, oh, Ramon, there's a dude I know who I happen to know. He said he buys blogs. So yes, okay. the other person bought it because of the domain authority and the domain was around a long time. And yes, it was an existing traffic site, but not so much the play where it has high traffic, but more so the domain authority. But hey, that's amazing. That's, I mean, that's everybody's goal when they yep. start a website is to get a high domain authority and get traffic so they can sell it. Okay, that's the second one. What's the third one? Uh, then the third one was my event company called Small Business Summit that we did events and brought together thousands of people uh, to be educated live in New York City. And another event business bought that a few years after we had launched it. And then now we have smarthustle.com, which is my existing company. Um, and then now since you've brought it out of me, Zone of Genius is the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, where can people find out more about Grow Your Solo? Where can we send people? Obviously, we will link to you on Instagram, Twitter, sure. and Facebook here in the show notes. 
Um, but where can people go for grow your solo? Cause I, there's a lot of my listeners sure. who are like you and me, they are solopreneurs. They have small teams. They want to stay small. Um, for whatever reason, for me, I don't need the stress. That's why I want to stay small. Where do where do we send people to learn more? Absolutely. GrowYourSolo.com. They can get the book for, I think it's about $7. It's two cups of coffee. You know, it's really cheap. Uh, and if they want the free one pager, though, that's at SmartHustle.com. So, but the main place is GrowYourSolo.com. They can get everything right there. Perfect. I will link to GrowYourSolo.com and SmartHustle.com in the show notes. Is there anything else, Ramon, that I should have asked you or you you wanted to say that we didn't get to? How much time do we have? Do we have another four hours? Sure. Let's go. Let's do the damn thing. You called me on it. She's like, you, <laughs> you want to bring it, Ramon? No, but really, one, Christina, thank you for having me and seeing value for me to share to your audience. Two, I think just to encourage people, entrepreneurship, small business, whatever you want to call it, it's hard. It's tough. But always remember a few things, I think. One, are you willing to get punched in the face proverbially, as Gary Vee says, and <laughs> get back up again? And then two, why do we, most of us do this? One, sometimes for the money, to some degree, but the bigger reason, the freedom, yeah. as Seth Godin says, to work with who I want, serving who I want, doing it how I want. I'm not, can I speak for, not, not that I can speak for you, Christina, but I think you'll echo this. Christina may say, I want to do it with pink butterflies. Ramon says, I want to do it with purple butterflies. If you don't like pink butterflies or purple butterflies, that's your problem. You don't have to be a customer. So meaning that I like, I don't have to wake up and ask somebody else, big boss up there. Okay, I'll do it this way. Nope. I want to do it and pick my nose while I do it. Everybody who likes that, join me. Yeah. That was kind of weird, but that's how I feel. No, no, no. But you're right. You're right. For me, it was more so like. I got so, and working in TV news where I came from before I started my business, it's so, it's such a competitive industry that like, if you make one little mistake, they could get rid of you and they got, you know, 500 people lining up out the door to take your spot. So for me, it was like, I just wanted to like take a vacation without asking permission. I yes. wanted to, and it really hit after I had a couple of kids. It was like, my sick days are now going to be their sick days. And Daycare closes at six, but I got a live shot, you know, in Miami at six. How am I going to like, it's just the stupid bullshit of your mm. job running your life yeah. instead of you like living your life. Like people, I saw something on the Instagram the other day and it was like, build, build your life. People build their life around their job, but you yes. should build your job around your life. That's exactly right. Exactly Don't right. quote me. It was somebody else who posted. And I know somebody who I've heard say that. Uh, we can give a tribute, attribution to Danelle Delgado. May not be her, but I've heard her say that uh, a lot. Danelle Delgado is one of these like multi-million dollar women maker. By the way, you may want to have her on your show as well. Danelle Delgado. Hey, I will take any recommend. I will take any book recommendation and guest recommendation from you, Ramon Ray, for Appreciate sure. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been amazing. GrowYourSolo.com. Go there to make a lot of money with not a lot of stress, people. That's what Ramon does. Thank you, Christina. For more information on Grow Your Solo, make sure you check out the show notes for this episode. I link to everything you need to know. And for more on Ramon, you can find him on Twitter and Facebook at Ramon Ray. On Instagram, he is at Ramon Ray Smart Hustle. Tap that subscribe button if you haven't already. Connect with me on social media. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you again soon right here on Become a Media Maven.